Apple's take, and web search domination. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. What happens before the show starts and after we sign off? Informative, fun, and completely off-script conversations. That's what. Mac Voices After Dark is an exclusive benefit for our Patreon subscribers. Sign up now at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Our Mac Voices Live panel continues our discussion of the tendency of some of Apple's competitors to blame Apple for their woes, everything from search engines to web browsers and beyond. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Jim, clarify for me, and I want to make sure we we inform people properly. I I heard what you said about descriptions about you know after the first year the percentage drops to drops to fifteen percent take for Apple. Does does that have any effect on uh, I guess the the volume with Spotify would do business, or is that just more for an app that sells uh, you know or, or excuse me a developer that sells more than a million dollars or whatever that magic number is that. The, what they what they have to pay drops. The two don't it, overlap, do they? If they're separate things, yeah. So if okay. if a if a company a developer is under a million dollars, then they can apply. It's not automatic. They have to apply for what's called the small developer program. And um, so then, as long as they're under a million dollars, then everything, not just subscriptions, but also just purchases, is fifteen percent. Um, but I'm sure Spotify's way over a million dollars, so that doesn't really, you know, have anything to do with them. I just, I, I figured they were two separate things. And, because and, and, and I don't, I don't think there's any stack. Like if you're, if you're, uh, a small developer and you have a subscription, I think it's 15% period, whether, you know, it's a renewal or a new one. I don't think it doesn't go down to seven and a half percent after a year or anything less it's just 15 right. the floor, yeah, yeah the floor is 15% yeah and in some cases it's 30% for um you know either big developers or so big developer you know if uh, somebody comes in and you know say microsoft comes in and wants to offer an abc product you know microsoft is clearly over a million dollars is a million dollars for revenue through the app store which I think makes the most sense, but I don't know what the Apple rules are. Uh, I am, I'm not sure about that either. I, I, I think that is probably what it is be, because, um, uh, you know, what Apple's going to require an audit of, um, but, you know, it's an interesting question I, because, you know, you can imagine a lot of different things like say, well, what if you have a large company that has different divisions that, that's you know happen to sell apps and, and maybe under different developer you know you know IDs um, you know how does that work so I, I, I'm sure you know Apple's got some you know thing of how this is going to be favorable to them yeah I'm thinking um, I'm thinking the most favorable thing would be 
that you track it, you know, how big the company is, is, is irrelevant. It's you know, the revenue and the volume, business volume through the app store. And for that, Apple knows exactly what it is. So they know, you know, again, you, as you say, you know, someone has to apply, but uh, you know, they can know, okay, you know, yes, you've gone, uh, you know, you've gone, uh, you know, you know, one year, two years, three years, and you're still under a million dollars. So you're still 15% or you know, another company comes in and, Oh, you had a really hot app and you crossed a million dollars after nine months. So, after nine months, we prorate everything, and you, know, you get jump up to a thirty percent instead of fifteen percent commission. So I would speculate that that makes business sense. You know, I would speculate that Apple is doing that. But um, one one thing I know is that if you go over the million, then if you you know, if you, like say you had some special event that caused a peak, and but then you drop back down again. You stay. You don't go back down. You stay up. Um, they don't let you drop back into the small business program. Right. So it's it's based on cumulative revenue, then not not you know, not some sort of peak instantaneous over a, a well well it's period. annual it's annual revenue. But if in a certain year you go over, then the next year they're like you know there's no reset. You know, you don't get to say oh. oh you know, yeah, I went over last year, but you know, that was a yeah. one-time thing, and I'm small now. Apple's like, nope, nope, you're yeah. not. And yeah. and my guess is, if some big company came in new and and said, you know, hey, you know, we're a big company, but we're not doing big over a million dollars in the app store, I, I'm guessing Apple's going to be like, nah, you're a big company. Um, because I, you know, you do have to apply, and uh, you know, I've not heard of anybody getting rejected, but, you know, I've never heard of, you know, big companies, you know, like trying to get in that way. So my, my guess is if, you know, like say you were a public, large public company, you know, when you, if you applied and said, yeah, we're small, we're not doing big business in the app store. I think Apple would be like, now, nah, you know, we looked you up, you're Forbes 250, not a, not a small business. Yeah, I don't know. I I think probably it you know it's probably spelled out clearly in the uh, you know developer agreement. You know, but uh, you know I, I'm sure nobody here has read it uh, recently or even ever to its completion. So. I, I I'm not sure that part is. I think the small business thing is like sort of an adjunct, a side thing that's not. You know, so. I understand oh, what you're saying, but they're under so much scrutiny. I'd be surprised that they're not, you know, they're not publishing it. it. May not make it easy for people to or companies to find it, but uh, I'd be surprised if it's not out in public domain someplace. And it wouldn't be the I, first company that has had a I, secondary program of some kind available for certain categories of developer or certain levels of, uh, you know, I mean, that they would they would have a basic, I guess. They would have a basic program that just applies to everybody. And then if you qualify for this one, you you go and apply for it. And if you get it, then those rules apply to you then. But one thing to look at here, uh, we are not looking at some small startup company. Uh, we are looking at the number one music streaming service in the world. And if they have any revenue uh issues uh quite frankly they gave up too much for free 
And now they're asking pretty much instead of trying to cut some kind of deal with Apple with like similarly large streaming companies like Amazon have done. Um, they're basically saying they should get on Apple and Google's platforms for free. Um, honestly, this kind of reeks to me as if Amazon was complaining about Walmart and Target having some kind of unfair advantage. They just, I mean, it, it just seems to me that Spotify is basically blaming their own financial failings on others. Cry babies, in other words. They're good at that. Yeah, they've been doing yeah. I mean, Unfortunately, yeah. they've been doing that now for, we've talked about this, well, different <laughs> different aspects of this issue for months, that it always mm-hmm. seems to be somebody else's problem. Years, Chuck, years. It goes back oh, well, years. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Hey, before we leave this one, though, I want to make sure that, that I'm understanding correctly. It sounds like there are two sets of rules here. There's there's a rule for subscription revenue, and then there's a rule for just overall, you know, if I'm just selling my app, if I'm selling my flashlight app, you know, and and I can I may or may not be able to apply for the small business program, but I don't but the small business program does not necessarily apply to subscription revenue. That has more to do with length of the subscription. Do I have that right? Um, there's two separate things. So <clears throat> one is the small business program, and that applies no matter how you're selling your app, whether it's a one-time sale or a subscription. It's just, do you have over a million? And uh, you know, I looked at that link that Brian posted, and according to that, it's you know what you business does through the app store. So even if you are a trillion dollar corporation, if you're only doing less than a million dollars through the app store, then you could apply to be a small business according to that uh, according to that page um, <clears throat> so then apple has another thing which for subscriptions and this doesn't matter what the size of the company is renewals are 15% so purchases are 30% first you know initial subscriptions are um 30%, but renewals after a year are only 15%. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, and good. if you're very large, there's another set of rules that there too. Probably. But yeah, we'll but, never speak of those. Well, and we'll oh. never know exactly because they're probably not set in stone. They're negotiated. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like 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 the aforementioned Amazon deal. Right. Well, speaking of whining CEOs, um, <laughs> Mr. Eck is not alone um, because Satya Nadella of Microsoft is complaining that Bing can't can't succeed because of Apple selecting Google as their search engine of choice. I would, although I parody them, I, I think it might be overstating a little bit that he's complaining because these, this was taken from testimony he gave uh, in the courtroom, you know, where in New York, there's a case against uh, Google and their, uh, their practices. So, you know, unlike, 
I, I think he's a little bit different. I don't think he's out and out, you know, whining, complaining and, you know, throwing mud at Apple. Um, but he is making the point that, yeah, you know, we can't, we're limited, you know, we, we can't get access and thus we can't compete. And it's, uh, I think, compounded by, you know, Eddie Q's testimony last week, where they said, basically, hey, we just selected Google because we think they have a have the best product. And then there was a little bit of, you know, chit chat and scuttlebutt about Apple, about you know, Microsoft wanting to you know give Apple a whole bunch of money, or give Apple you know, a bunch of money, you know, give them Bing, the Bing operation and a bunch of money and see if Apple could make a go out of that. So there's all sorts of uh, people telling, uh, you know, people telling tales, but, you know, net results is, um, you know, Apple has Google as the preferred search engine. It's really easy to change if you want to. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Microsoft is com- trying to compete, you know, with uh, chat GPT, you know, as, uh, you know, as a newcomer against, uh, um, against Google. So I think, you know, Satya's testimony is, dated from a specific point in time i I think it was 2018 or 2019 and it's a dynamic world and things keep on changing yeah um do you know who who, uh google isn't the default search engine on microsoft pcs which have as dominant a uh market share in the pc space Mm-hmm. As Apple has in in mobile, and it's not so easy to change off of Bing on those operating systems. No, yet you dig. almost yeah, yet almost everybody does it. I mean, they they even built. I mean, I do it every day setting up uh, PCs. They they do it every day. You, you go and sw- you want to switch to Chrome. You're just like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, we've got all these great features on on Edge, and then uh, yeah, I want to do it. Leave me alone. I mean, and it, 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 are you it sure? it's, are you sure? It, are you really sure? Oh, oh, it's, it's insanity. Um, so they've, they've, they got a stranglehold on it because even though you install another browser, you're not, it, you don't get the option to change it easily. You and you got to dig to get to it in windows. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. go, go surprise, no surprise there. So, um, no, I agree with you hundred percent on that. It's, it's, it just seems very controlling on that. On that end. First on iOS, you cannot install another web engine right you can make the browser itself default but it's still going to be right, using it's, the, it's still using the ios WebKit. engine right and using we're still using webkit yep yeah but if i decide to i mean i can i can use bing as my search and as my default search engine if i yes. wanted to yes so yeah but you can't change you know just because mentioned that because dave was used the example of changing um from edge to Chrome, so the same thing with the search engine. Yeah, in, in Windows, it's 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 archaic. You got to go knee deep into the browser just to get to because I can't stand it. Although I, 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 I assume once you've changed to Chrome, then Chrome probably defaults to. You don't have to do anything further to default no, to one, yeah, Google once you search to Chrome, right? Yeah, but there's times I like to use Edge, and I don't want to use Bing. I want to use Google. Then you got to dig deep into <clears> Edge's settings to get to it. Or you could type Google.com. Yeah, well. <laughs> or, but the thing is, you, you search in, 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 the, uh, in, the, in the URL bar, and it, it goes to Bing. So that's, that's what I don't like. I don't know. This, this just 
I guess I hear what you're saying, Mark. And from an objective standpoint, if that's the way they look at it, that's the way they look at it. But David brings up a great point that, you know, they have a whole heck of a lot of, of customers, you know, on, on, on Microsoft and yet, right. uh, excuse me, on windows PCs. And yet, you know, they can't, they take that dominant position. And right. yes, I can be snarky about it and point out that, you know, gee, let's see, Teams looks suspiciously like what? Oh, yeah, Slack. Um, and and a number of their other products look suspiciously like other things, like mm-hmm. Windows looks like Mac OS way from way back when. <laughs> and so, you know, there's mm-hmm. just this history of, you know, yeah, we want to be the big dog and we'll get there any way we can. And and I respect Sache for for what he's done with Microsoft, he's done some great mm-hmm. things. I agree, but I, I just—if he's giving testimony, that's fine. And it just, unfortunately, maybe it was the write-ups I saw that uh, are, are were spinning it the way that I'm seeing it. But just felt weird. Just no, felt I would weird. point out, you know, what's the relative market share of Chrome versus Bing? Uh, sorry, Chrome versus Edge, because I think Chrome is. About seventy-ish, seventy-five percent market share, if I'm not mistaken, and I think you know, I, I think Edge and you know all the other antiquated, uh, you know, IE browsers, I think maybe have you know twenty percent, and then you know you have Safari at you know mm-hmm. four, five, six percent, and then you have the long tail of everybody who's you know collectively you know two or three percent. Yeah. Yep. So, and I can't so Mike, so Microsoft is really holding on to. You know, they're vigorously holding on to a small percentage of, uh, you know, of, of browser users. You know, and you know, allow me to be glib. You know, the people who are, you know, either too uncaring or too dumb to switch to Chrome or Firefox instead of using Edge on their PC. Yeah, well, and, people don't see the difference. Yeah, and. Uh, what really amazes me here is IE had such a huge market share for so long, and they completely lost that market share to, to Google Chrome for the most part. Um, instead of saying, uh, you know, Apple could have fixed all their all their faults, um, maybe they should be looking at why the customers are choosing another product. Uh, for search and their browser. Ben, I th- I think that you you kind of hit on something there that that I was thinking, and that is, you know, what what Microsoft did in the earlier days of the web, and tried. To, I mean, they tried to capture the web, because and we've had that discussion I don't know a million times on this show about all the all the sites that you know well they're best used or you have to use. Internet Explorer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was where things, you know, the classic thing of, you know, tightening your grip and things slip through your fingers. Yep. That I, I feel we we like may and, be and, returning to that with Chrome. But Chrome doesn't seem to be quite as insidious in the same way. I mean, I, I have yet. Well, I should we, we haven't, we haven't gotten there yet, but I think that's mostly because of iOS. So, you know, I, I think if it weren't for iOS, there would be a ton of websites that would be Chrome only. Um, but they don't 
do that because then they won't work on iPhones or iPads. Um, that, that's a good point. That's a really good point. But, um, you know, a lot of the web development community is itching to, you know, you know, they're like, well, Safari doesn't have, doesn't keep up. It's not, you know, we want to use these features that Chrome has. And, you know, you do see some sites that, you know, don't work as well in, in anything but Chrome. Um, and Ryan's asking in, in, in our private chat, uh, is Edge based on Chromium? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. So, Jim, to, to lead some, lend some credence to your point, there are services out there. I was about to say I hadn't seen any, and then I thought about it, that are saying that they work better with Chrome or Edge. And a number of them are the podcasting recording services that uh, several of us use. That, you know, in some cases, Safari will work, but most of the time they're saying Edge or Chrome is it will give you the best result. And it does. I, you know, I, I can't really take credit for, you know, that idea. It's, it's a pretty widespread idea that um, the only thing holding back Chrome from being the, the new IE is Safari on iOS. Um, and it's, and, and we're on the edge of it anyway. So, you know, that's sort of the flip side of, you know, if Apple is forced to allow um real chrome on their on their device uh, you know ios devices that you know that may be the end of the the open web so jim let me let me dig in and understand and ask a question so i mean it seems that you know google's a long time talked about you know open standards and you know apple has done open standards and yes maybe they are a little slow on some you know some features coming into safari but they seem to be rallying around it. You know, the, you know, the evil and the original sin of Microsoft and IE Internet Explorer was they were coming out with all their proprietary extensions that would deliberately break, you know, what the World Wide Web Consortium was doing. So, are you aware of things of instances where Google is actually uh, mucking up uh, Chrome uh, with proprietary extensions that only Chrome has? Um. I'm not a web developer, so you know I'm not like mm-hmm. intimately familiar with this stuff. But you know I am a developer, so I kind of pay attention, and you know I maybe could come up with some stuff. I, I, I think the issue there is more Google's capture of uh, the standards and and whatnot. Um, so. You know, Google doesn't have to do it the way Microsoft did because at that time, you know, the standards body were kind of lagging behind all the browsers. But but now, you know, Google is kind of like, you know, captured those standard bodies and is, is like, you know, just oh, here's what we want to put in the standards. And so, you know, these things are, are it, it's kind of a long story, but... Right, but I mean, um, yeah, they can but, propose it, but they can't force it through. I mean, they don't have majority but votes yet, in standard committees. Um, not so sure about that. Well, if they if they've if they've been able to if, position it, if it's, if it's Google on, versus Apple, yeah, it's basically 
Yeah, and if they but, and but like that's saying, hypothetical. We need we need a real live example instead of just I, speculating. I, I believe that yeah, you know there are examples that, um, but I you know I I can't off the top of my head come up with that because it's not my my day job. But um, I think I've got stuff in my bookmarks that, and you know, why wouldn't Google do that? I, I'm not you know Google you know, would love to be in the position that they own the web. Um, oh, sure. Because I think the more pernicious thing about Chrome, and one of the reasons I don't use it unless I come across a rare site that doesn't work unless you use Chrome, um, is, you know, they're constantly slurping up all your all your information, you know, whereas, uh, uh, you know, other, other browsers purportedly are not doing that. So, you know, I don't, Again, my data is valuable. Yeah, you know, I mean, it may be, you know, it may be totally innocuous, like you know, what brand of you know dog biscuit I bought last week, but it's my data, and I don't want Google to have access to any of it, unless they compensate me in for in some way. <laughs> and just offering a browser is not sufficient. You know, compensation. And, and that's you know that's part of the issue. I think that you know some of the changes that Google wants to push into the standard are really for the benefit of Google's advertising business. And Apple's like, no, we don't want to do that. Um, because, you know, we don't have an advertising business and we, you know, we claim that we're, we're, we're not for that. Um, but if you remember in the IE days, there were a lot of web developers that were just like, threw up their hands and, you know, a website would actually say, hey, we notice you're not using Internet Explorer. You know, you, you need to go get Internet Explorer and install it because our website doesn't work without Internet Explorer. And there aren't too many sites right now that do that with Chrome, but I think that could easily explode. And if uh, uh, the Chrome engine could be installed on iOS. I think that would immediately start happening. A lot of websites would just be like, um, yeah, just get Chrome. They and, would just tell the customers. And uh, Google is working on working on exactly that uh, in, uh, in advance of the DMA. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, Google will be ready to go with that. What, you know, why wouldn't they be? It's not rocket science. Brian just threw in our private chat um, an article about the, the questions over Apple developing or having their own search engine developed in, in-house. And of course, last week we saw a big barrage of things about how, what, 18 years ago or something or eight years ago, uh, Google wanted to sell Bing to Apple, or and, and of course that 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 was years ago. Years, but yeah. I, I thought it was so, just like three or four years ago. Oh, it may have happened multiple times. I don't know, yeah. but at some point, you know, it's just yeah. okay. And, didn't cut a deal, and the path not taken. Yeah, and Google or at, excuse me, Apple does have their own internal search engine. Um, they just don't use it for the web. And right. they I mean, don't use know, it for browsers. But I'm, you know, they're like crawling. They have web crawlers that are crawling the web. So if they wanted to get into the search engine, 
But I think that's kind of a separate thing. You know, that'd be like thermonuclear war. I think that's the last thing that Apple wants to do. Yeah. Um, is, you know, imagine if Google search and YouTube and Gmail, you know, if they all, you know, said, oh, you know, we, we, we're going to go to war with Apple. And I don't think, you know, Apple doesn't want that, you know, not that they're not, Apple doesn't have lots of, you know, ammunition, but that would be, you know, pr- probably be, you know, a, a lot of, you know, losers. Right. Well, both yeah, Google and uh, Apple it's, it's and, all, and all of us. Yeah, exactly. But also, let's not forget that that Apple gets a very, very nice chunk of change oh, yeah. from Google oh, for yeah. pl- in using, the billions. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say, yeah, it starts with right. a B. So yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they would ha- just to balance out. They would have to, they'd have to recover that in some way or do without it. And why would you do without it if you are, yeah. if you have a partner, if you have a really great revenue stream there for you know basically doing nothing. You know, saying, okay, I'm going to put your, you know, your engine in as opposed to somebody else's. Um, it, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't see the business case for doing it, especially since Apple can't do what Google does if they're going to maintain their stance on privacy. Well, yeah, well, that's what they'd have, they'd have to go into the advertising business. Yeah. And, or, or turn the customer into no, the No, product. no, no. I, I, I would challenge that. You know, they, because they sell devices, you know, they could subsidize a search engine in a way analogous to which they subsidize maps. You know, they mm-hmm. don't they don't need to snoop on your data. They just need to provide you know, better search results. If Google didn't have advertising, they'd have no money to be able to deliver search results. So <clears throat> Apple, if they wanted to, they could do it. You know, I'm not advocating that. You know, I, I agree with Chuck and, you know, and, and points Jim was making that uh, Apple's better off partnering. But, uh, you know, they probably need to maintain, you know, some sort of hobby project in the back, um, you know, in case uh, Google turns uh, vicious again. Um, Isn't isn't Maps monetized through Yelp, which is basically advertising? Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe. I don't know. You mean Apple Maps, Jim, or Google Maps? Apple Maps. Uh, do you see them and some TripAdvisor and things like that in the reviews? But they're also starting to do like their own reviews as well. Yeah, I haven't seen that, Jim. I, I'm not saying it's not. I just haven't seen it. Um, well, they have deals with with like Yelp and yeah, I think TripAdvisor. So you know, probably Yelp and Trip. You know, and essentially, Apple's in the advertising business now. They're getting yep. the money from Google. Yep. So Apple's in the <laughs> advertising business. Mm, that's an interesting way to look at it. <laughs> what other way is there to look at it? They're getting money. That money's coming from advertising. Yes, there's an intermediary. You know, they, they've hired a contractor to outsource it. But I, I think the question is, what is their business? They're they're in the iPhone, you know, premium, you know, maximize revenues from search placement default search placement business that's that's different than being in the advertising business well they've contracted it out but you know we just said oh gee they would they would hate to lose that revenue you know look at all that revenue they get from google um well google doesn't giving it to them out of the 
goodness of their heart, they give it to them because they make even more money off of that exactly. through advertising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, and I mean the other thing that's kind of telling here is Google does have their own uh, operating mobile operating system. Uh, but they're willing to give this much money to Apple to basically compete with that operating system. Um, it kind of shows you where Google is probably making most of their money. Sure. Interesting point. Well, you know, I, I think Android was originally a defensive move on Google's part because they were afraid of an Apple monopoly that could freeze them out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right, and that never came to pass. But we had a dozen years or so of you know bad blood and competition. Well, it never came companies. to pass because Google poured huge amount of resources into Android. What if they had never done that? We, we'd probably be looking at an iOS monopoly that would be every as much as what uh, Windows was in the '90s, with you know ninety ninety percent global share. I okay. We might have you know different you know share volume in terms of you know smartphone devices, but I think in the business model, I think Apple would still partner with Google and say, you know, you have to pay us instead of whatever the number is twelve. I've heard twelve to seventeen billion dollars over the past couple of years. You know, you might have to pay us you know thirty billion dollars because we have so we own you know mm-hmm. eighty or ninety or whatever imaginary market share number of devices are out there. Um, but you know. I don't think that's Apple closing off the web to Google. Um, but, you know, in that world, they maybe Apple could have at some point been like, yeah, why don't we just take this for ourselves? Well, you that's know? a hypothetical. I'd rather. Yeah, that's. But I think that's what Google looked at and said, we need to head this off with the past. And that's why they did Android. Um, so, you know, and I think. That turned out to be a great investment. No matter how much money they made on it, it did work. They, you know, Apple did not get 100% own of, of mobile. This Mac Voices Live panel isn't finished with whining CEOs yet. We look at one more Apple competitor who's blaming Apple for their problems. And then we discuss Apple maybe getting into broadcasting Formula One racing. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.